Psalm 103, verse 8. We will be in a number of other places, but uh, Psalm 103, verse 8. Psalm 103 is where we will be most of the time. Did you get it, Steph? Got it? Getting there? Psalm, it's, it's, it's in the Old Testament. <laughs> is the print too small for you? <laughs> Can't help you, sorry. Oh, hi, how are you doing? <laughs> Uh, Psalm 103, 8 through 12. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities, which are our immoral behaviors. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him or reverence him, respect him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions, our law-breaking, from us. Ever miss a trash pickup day and your garbage had to stay around for another week? Maybe yes, maybe no. So you're cooking, and you finish whatever was in the pan or the pot, and you eat dinner, and you go back to clean up, and what was in the pan was, it's, it's cooked on, and it's, it's not going to come off easily, so you put water in it, set it off to the side, and then you forget about it. And four days later, Walking in the door to your house, you go, what's that smell? Hmm. Heather, that never happened to you, did it? Never happened to you. Have you ever forgotten a bag of onions underneath the kitchen sink? It wasn't too bad until I noticed these gnats flying around. (laughs) Then I'm going, wait a minute. What? What? I don't know. Or maybe you've left out some uh, goodies on the back porch before we had our uh, back deck screened in. Uh, there were a couple of times when uh, I opened the door to go on our back deck, and uh, when I did that, it scared the possum and me, who was eating my goodies that we'd left out. So Now, the garbage that we throw away like that, that, that's usually, that's fairly easily taken care of. That's, that's really not a problem. Just a little forward thinking and not, re, not forgetting. But then there's other garbage that's not nearly as easy to get rid of, and that's the garbage of our past. It's considerably more difficult to get rid of that. Some people have trouble doing that. They've just not really learned 
how to get rid of the things in their past that's piled up in his garbage that they need to get rid of. So, are, are you bogged down with any bad stuff from your past? Why might people keep that garbage from the path, past with them? Uh, could they feel guilty about something? Or perhaps uh, they're hurting over something else? Or they're disappointed that they didn't do that, which in retrospect, oh, if only I had done that, but at the time they could have done that, they didn't do it, and they chose to do something else. Or maybe somebody's bitter over the way that they've been treated. The negative parts of our past are sometimes like that pesky, pesky piece of cellophane that we just cannot get rid of for any reason. Sometimes the garbage of her past is like a, a big old chain around her neck and this super heavy weight that, that pulls us down and impedes our progress. Is that what God wants for us? Does He want us to be held down and held back by the garbage of her past? Is there something in your past that is holding you back and giving you a hard time? Is it maybe something that's the guilt of something you did and the guilt still hurts? Or is it something you failed in and the disappointment will not, simply will not let you go? Or is it something that someone else did to hurt you and the resentment is still there? Or is it grief? Is it something or someone you once had but now you've lost them or whatever it was and you seem empty as a result of that? It's as if our past is manipulating us. Does God want that for us? To be manipulated by our past? Is God a God of the past? Or is he not rather a God of the future? In fact, God says in Isaiah 43, verse 18, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. And in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone, the new is here. So whatever is hurting you or holding you back or keeping you from the fullest possible experience of life, God is wanting to help you remove. God is wanting to take that garbage away from you as the most ever conscientious Garbage collector. God wants to be that for you and to remove the garbage of your past. Do you think God will do that? Well, He will if, if we let Him. If we give Him permission to remove the garbage of our past, He will. 
Isn't that the message of our scripture, Psalm 103, 11 and 12? For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Is God in the condemnation business? He's not. God is in the redemption business. At different times, I've spoken with people who've been in some pretty nasty marriage situations, and it's not that I have the magic words, but somewhere down the road, and, and you talk with them, and uh, the person that was the offender has cleaned up his or her act, and, and the relationship seems to be on, on decent footing, and, and like it should be, you know, things should be going well, but yet... One person in the relationship is, is there, there, it's, it's, it doesn't work for them. Why? It's because they've not let go of the past. It's like they want the other person to feel what they felt. They want the other person to feel bad. They want the other person to express their guilt on a continuing basis. And they've not let go of what has gone on, and so they, they, they can't move forward into the future because of what they've not forgiven of someone else. Pretend you're a tugboat, okay? Just let your mind go wild. And you have attached to you a, a steel cable, a large one, and behind you there's this barge and it's filled with all kinds of garbage of your past. And everywhere you go, you pull, you pull that stinking, literally stinking barge with you. It slows you down. You don't get to go all the places that you want to go. Is that your past? Do you have a, a huge barge of junk? <laughs> Maybe, maybe your barge isn't that big. Maybe you have a small barge, whatever it is, with the garbage of your past, whether it's a lot or little. Would you like to be rid of all of that garbage? By the time you leave, would you like to be rid of all that garbage? So, if you would bow your head, let me give you a three-phrase prayer. And you can... Make it into your own words, but, but here's, here are the three phrases of this prayer. God, whatever in my past that needs to go away, may I, before this morning is over, let you remove the garbage of my past. And Father, may it be so. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you have a, a bulletin, you can find this handout. This kumquat colored handout in your bulletin. Did you all get a bulletin? It's his job and he didn't get it. Slacker. Okay. Right here. Here we go. 
What can be done with the garbage of my past? Number one, you cannot undo it. Can't undo it. You can't go back and relive the past. You cannot, Rod, undo it. There you go. Now, there are a lot of movies that have us go back, or not, but people relive the past. What, what are those movies? Those movies are fiction. They're not real. If it's happened, it's happened. If it's a sin, a failure, a disappointment, a hurt, if it's happened to you or you've caused it to happen, it, it's, it's real, so it can't be undone. Number two, what can be done with the garbage of my past? It's not wise to repress our garbage. Now, honestly, if something bad happens to us, for a time, it might seem to work when we kind of push down the bad thing that's happened. But over the long haul, that ain't working. Because somehow, in some way, sooner or later, that stinky, nasty, lousy stuff is going to make its way to the surface of your life. Now, at the time, you may not know it. The garbage that you push down as it's coming back out and up, you may be taking stuff out on people around you. You may be doing poorly at your job or in school. But the garbage that you've pushed down has to come out. We're just made that way. We're not made to repress it. And so you can't do that. It has to come out. Number three, what can be done with the garbage of my past? You can't blame it on someone else. Now, the bottom line is, sometimes people do bad things to you, and that's on them. But what do we do where we are? How do we respond when we're where we are? Enough times, if I try to blame someone for different things, I look around and I'm the common denominator in some of the stupid and wrong things that are going on in my life. So the garbage of the past, we can't undo it, we can't repress it, and we can't blame it on someone else. There are some things that we can do, two things, two good things we can do with the garbage of our past. We can allow God to forgive it. And he is quite willing to do that if we let him. Secondly, we can allow God to help us learn from it. God will cut the cable and let that barge of garbage float away. And if we let him, we can have him teach us lessons of the dumb or stupid or bad things that have happened to us. Remember, God is more interested in our future than he is in our past. Psalm 103, 12. God is more interested in our future than he is our past. Psalm 103, 12. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Do you want to move forward freed from the garbage of your past. Let me offer you three steps 
to move us into that garbage-free zone. Number one, take yesterday's garbage. We name it and we claim it. We name it and we claim it. We tell it like it is. When we've sinned, it's ours. It's, it's, it's mine. I've done it. And by naming it and claiming it, that's another way of talking about our confessing it to God. At different times, we may find ourselves saying to God, God, forgive me for my sins. And if we stop there and are just quiet for a moment, we might hear this very soft voice of God saying to us, what particular sin are you talking about? Or what particular sins would you like me to forgive? Whatever your sin is, God already knows it, but He wants us to name it and claim it. Great Scripture, 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Now, this, this Scripture here is for Christians only. The book of 1 John is written to Christians. Now, for those who are not Christians, we can have our sins forgiven. That's, that's not the issue. But right here, John is writing, for those of us who follow Jesus, we're not perfect. And we sin. And we need forgiven. And that's what we do. For those of you, if you're not a Christian and you want your sins forgiven, I'll tell you about that later on today. Step number two to get into the garbage-free zone. Learn from our garbage. Allow God to make something good out of it. We can certainly learn from our mistakes. We can be strengthened by our disappointments. We can become loving and sensitive as a result of hurts that have come our way. And we can draw closer to God through the experience of His forgiving us. Romans 8, 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose. All things. So does that mean we need to start calling the bad things good? No, it, it doesn't really mean that. But note this. God is able to make a resurrection out of every crucifixion. We can learn from our garbage if we allow God to make something good out of the bad stuff that we've done or that has been done to us. Third step to move us into the garbage-free zone is three. Allow God to cut the cable and take our garbage away. The cable of the, that's holding the tugboat. Let it drift away downstream and we go do what God has really crafted us to do. The problem is not that God is, is reluctant to forgive us. The, the problem is that we are sometimes reluctant to forgive ourselves. 
Listen to the scripture again. 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Psalm 103.12 As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. God is not in the condemnation business. God is in the redemption business. Now, while, while it's a, a, a great thing that God wants to forgive us, here is a truth, nonetheless, that we may not like nearly as much as we like the truth that God really wants to forgive us. The truth is this. God expects us to forgive those who do wrong to us. You see, when we don't forgive others, that's also the garbage. When we continue to carry the hurt and the resentment and the bitterness caused by wrong things, granted, wrong things that other people do to us, when we continue to carry hurt and bitterness and resentment, that's also garbage. We didn't put it there to begin with, but now it's ours. And God doesn't expect us to keep it. He wants us to get rid of it. I know a man whose family has done him wrong. They've done him wrong. Now, they don't really think they have. Now, he's not forgiven them. They don't want his forgiveness because they've not done anything wrong to him. But his not forgiving them or his thinking that he tried but is unable to, it causes him health problems. It causes him not being able to sleep. They did him wrong, and he's not forgiven them. What would happen if he would just go ahead and forgive them, even though they don't want it? What does Jesus say? Mark eleven twenty-five. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. That, that's kind of a lousy deal, I know. You've got to take it up with Jesus. Because he's the one that, that said it. Is there any garbage you need to get rid of? 1 John 1, 9 again. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. In your bulletin, there is another handout. It is a poipal one. All right? At the top it says garbage, and there are two types of garbage and spaces to write on this. 
garbage, my garbage, my wrongs, my sins, I confess to God. There's room for another type of garbage. Garbage, the sins of others, I forgive. This paper is for you to write on. And these trash cans are for you to put in there. You don't have to put your name on it. Nobody is going to look at your paper. I will not let that happen. I will throw these away. I will not, I will not dump them out. I will take them in the bags they are, put them in this black one here and wrap it up and make sure it's gone. You may want to use code. You may want to use initials. You may want to write in a weird way that nobody else will know what you're saying. Can you accomplish the same thing, getting rid of your garbage by not writing it down and throwing it away? Perhaps you can. There are three things that both you and I know. Number one, when we make the extra effort, God notices. We know that. When we make, number two, when we make the extra effort, it means more to us. It just does. Writing it down and throwing it away, it, it just means more to us. Number three, when we make the extra effort, we actually move the needle. Something actually changes. What garbage does God want you to allow Him to remove from your life today? What people did in the first service is that when, when we were singing, they came up and put their garbage in the cans. And so you can do that at that time. If you're not a Christian, this, this, this does you no good. What will do you good is giving your life to Jesus, surrendering to Him, turning from your garbage washing your sins away in the baptistry everything everything you've done wrong everything we, we can't make it all good before we become a Christian God is willing for you today this morning we're offering you an opportunity in public, in front of everyone, to give your life to Jesus, and to become a Christian. An opportunity for you to bring your papers down. 
I know, I, I know it, it's intimidating to do that. Somebody might know that I've, I've yeah, I got this stuff. And they'll see me coming down and throwing it away. And God from heaven, God's Spirit inside of us is going, yeah, you go regardless of what anybody else does or thinks. And if you're home and you want to become a Christian, yeah, sorry I didn't give you a purple paper, but you can write something down on whatever you got at home and throw it away. But if you contact us with the information that's on the screen, we will get in touch with you tomorrow. Our Father in heaven, thank you for what Jesus has done for us. That he lived in such a way that he could become the perfect sacrifice for us to wash our sins away from us even though we do not deserve that kind of forgiveness. Thank you, God, that he did everything for others. Father, may we do this morning what you are calling us to do. May we not put off what your Spirit is telling us in our heart of hearts that you want us to do. Thank you for being willing to take our garbage. May we be smart enough to give it to you, to let you take it away. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.